Hi, it's Chris from Intentional. We're here today to talk about advertising in the time of coronavirus. This is actually our third edition. We put out a weekly update each week over the last three weeks. So if you haven't had a chance to check out the others, maybe start um, with week one. But the insights that we're going to share today are the most up to date and provide the, the uh, I guess, the biggest insights around what we've seen, particularly over these last seven days, but also this trend in 21 days that we're now into in terms of this COVID-19 pandemic. I'm joined once again from agency founder, Adam, who's going to run us through some of the insights as we've seen them over these last seven days. Great. Thanks, Chris. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm just going to share my screen. Okay, so let's jump right into it. Um, as Chris mentioned, we're going to do a week in review of the last seven days. So uh, since from March 27 to April 3rd, and um, we've got a few things to cover. So just as a quick overview, um, let's just jump in. So we're basically doing uh, four, uh, we'll have four sections that we'll walk through today. So where are we at now? What's happened in the last seven days on, uh, on all our channels? Um, what are brands doing? So what have we seen brands doing? And are there any themes or any ideas that we could pull um, and use from what we're seeing other people doing? And third section, different section for today is, um, you know, just putting together some of the freebies and giveaways. Um, there's been a lot. So um, rather than trying to pull everything together, just putting to together some that will be, may, might be particularly relevant for uh, digital marketers, digital advertisers. And then lastly, we'll turn it over um, and let's, let's listen to hear what, how you're seeing things and how, are, how your account's going and uh, is there any way we can help you. So let's jump into it. First section is where are we at right now? And again, these are the last seven days and particularly as related to Australia. So in the last seven days, we've seen an escalation to a stage three lockdown. Um, so far, far more home uh, self-isolation and working from home right now. Um, we've also seen um, the last round of, uh, of government stimulus. Um, in fact, we've seen sort of almost add-ons to that as well now with childcare as well. So there's quite a few things that have happened there. And I think, Chris, I don't know if you've been hearing any of this from clients as well, um, but I think what that's done is that the, the last two rounds of government stimulus have at the very least taken brands and clients that we've been working with from uh, being in survival mentality and just can I even make it to at least there's a floor now and at least maybe there's even the starting to be able to think about, all right, well, now that we are receiving this assistance, now we can actually start thinking about what can we do with our brand, what can we do with our um, with our customers. Chris, do you have any more to say on that particular thought there? Yeah, I think JobKeeper, which was the name of a, the recent stimulus package here for Australian companies, was I think it was the first kind of twofold where both the business would benefit in the sense that um, it was linked to employing people or keeping people employed but also clearly it made a difference at an individual level is that people that maybe can't work in retail or work in retail operations, cafes, gyms, et cetera, there was now a way for the employer rather than everyone who's just been stood down over that was kind of the trend in, in week two, this third week now is it might not be a job, but there's a way in which to keep um, a salary engaged. So I think we've seen that twofold a little bit more, by confidence, but definitely in, in just talking with clients and seeing the new shared, there's there's a sense of, um, no, I wouldn't say optimism, but there's a sense of hope that it's not just survival. We, we will get through this. It's just going to look very, very different mm -hmm. than our 2020 we had mm -hmm. planned. Yep. And so this kind of feeds into where, you know, how we've been discussing or talking about this as an agency just internally. So, you know, we're really thinking that 
however this plays out with the virus, we're really probably going to have around three stages, maybe four. Um, and so the first stage is, um, you know, the knee-jerk reaction, the response to, you know, what's just happened and everyone just trying to um, adjust to this new reality. So, we, you know, I'd, I'd probably say we're still in this phase, although just anecdotally and even, um, you know, even um, just talking amongst the team, it almost does feel like um, that initial knee-jerk has... I guess we've all done that now and that now we're um, in a, I won't say better place, but at least we're in a place um, to be able to think about the future as well. So I feel like we're still very much in this phase, but maybe that initial um, shock of it has maybe dissipated somewhat and now we're beginning to go, all right, how do we now cope and um, and work together better in this phase? Um, so this, this phase we, we're talking, this could be the three months to six months. Um, and then the slow recovery after that is where, you know, confidence starts coming back into the market, etc. And we'll eventually one day get to a new normal. So we're very, very much away from that. So whatever we share today, same as last two weeks, uh, mileage may vary depending on what industry you're in, um, and depending on, um, you know, what channels you're across. So let's jump into, uh, with that context, let's jump into it. Um, probably the big news for this week, or at least what we're seeing confirmed, like not just in our accounts, but, uh, you know, across the web is that, um, really for search, um, which is huge for most businesses, bottom of the funnel, um, revenues there, the big news really is that desktop is back and it makes a lot of sense, you know, that now that we're all working from home, now that, um, now that we're less mobile because we're, we're, we're forced to self-isolate and we're not supposed to be going out, out and about. Um, desktop is back. And so really one of the things that uh, we want to encourage you to do is have a look at your data for search and just have a look, is desktop winning again for you? So uh, we actually have a client where uh, unusually they have a desktop offering and um, and it's been a challenge in a, in a mobile first world. What do you do when you have a desktop offering? But they actually saw a surge in the last, in the last seven days. And so be looking for desktop uh, behavior, be looking for device shifting behavior with your with your customers. And because we're back on desktop or, or, or laptops, um, it also does another thing in that, and the bigger screen experience and, you know, obviously easier to browse, it's much easier to research. And so if you're in a niche where, um, where research, it's, it's a very research heavy niche or category, it's probably a good one for you to be able to be putting more content out rather than less. Uh, because that desktop and that research mode is going to really help you there. Um, also looking at potential drops in CPCs. So uh, if you're on smart bidding, maybe that's been take, that's taken care of for you. But if you've been manually bidding towards um, mobile, then uh, definitely be looking at, um, at uh, switching back to desktop and seeing if that can save you on your CPCs there. Uh, the other sort of follow-on, which is probably no surprise as well, is that um, the coronavirus has really upset algorithms. And so one of the things to do is to be watching for, I mean, this isn't just in search, this is also for uh, display in Facebook, but I guess search being the pointy end of the stick is where you want to be making sure that this is working for you. But be looking at your conversion volumes. So be looking at the campaigns that you're running, be looking at the conversion volumes that each of your campaigns are getting. And if you're starting to see because of the drop in volume of users searching, um, if you're if you're starting to see your conversion or micro conversion numbers drop, that might um, be enough to basically throw the um, algorithm out out. And so you may either need to 
um, reset your algorithm so you may need to um, get campaigns going again or uh, you may have to may have to go back to manual so be looking out for that big change um, particularly if you're in a category that's been hit really really hard um, probably the last thing to share uh, for search um, particularly anything Google related is that um, Google are suppressing ads for anything containing the words COVID or coronavirus um, or if it's leading to if any of your products or services are leading to a landing page that proposes to offer solutions for coronavirus or or COVID. So uh, be very, very careful with what words you're using. Uh, be very careful to be to not be using these words because likely you're probably going to be banned um, or, or at the very least your uh, quality scores are going to suffer. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, in other news, uh, we're also seeing that new, uh, recently it really blew up that because Google has also been blocking these words for um, organic that uh, that news media is caused a big problem for news media who earn a lot of income from their advertising. So because news media outlets can't actually use these terms anymore, they're estimating uh, a loss of $50 million US in the next three months because of this. So yeah, some interesting times for Google to work through. Um, you also might be seeing that uh, probably more so on display. I haven't seen so much on search. I don't know, Chris, if you have, but more so on display, you'll also be seeing some um, uh, Google offering some free impressions for the WHO and uh, public health and safety um, notices. Okay, so that's that's the wrap-up of search in the last seven days. Um, let's just talk about trends in terms of the actual search terms. Uh, probably some of these things are things you've already seen or you've already been um, uh, noticing in your own data. But uh, last week we talked about you know how there was a lot of... Um, sort of stockpiling nature terms that were um, that that had skyrocketed uh, this week basically we can already see the evidence of that uh, finishing so we already made a comment last week that you know just because these terms were, were were spiking because people were stockpiling at home probably doesn't mean that that spike is going to continue indefinitely and so we're actually already starting to see just one week on we're already starting to see that you know any terms to doing to do with stockpiling they've already started you know, pla uh, plateauing or coming back down. Although there are some terms that are still going strong, so anything to do around working from home or teleconferencing, computer equipment, that's still working well as people sort of navigate and realize what they don't have and what they need at home to get set up for, for working from home. Um, anything to do with games, um, board games, online games, poker, we're seeing that. Anything to do with creative arts um, makes a lot of sense, I guess, with kids being home. Um, so anything to do with arts or, or, or create creativity. Uh, or crafts is good and unfortunately uh, one of the big um, surges is also to do with wills so I guess as people realize that um, this is becoming closer to home that uh, yeah it might be a good time to get uh, to get your personal affairs in order so um, so yeah so not a lot of great amazing news there but um, worth noting um, impressions Adam, just Sorry. on those um, the searches that up just I think it's we'll definitely talk through what brands can do in a little bit better um, just seeing that there around the creative arts made me think of a client that um, is launching some things today, which is focused around a home activity. They actually mm. sell soccer balls. They're, they're a social enterprise, but they've done a call to action to make a rubbish ball, which people in developing nations, unfortunately, that's the only ball that they can make. So I think there is an opportunity to think through how any of these, if there's any gamification you can add right now, or if there's any particularly family-based, anyone with kids, I'm sure you're, you're um, pulling your hair out trying to think of activities, taking it day by day. So I think um, while these impressions up 
obviously applied to industries, they are starting to sort of show evidence of maybe some ideas for brands mm. to take take a look at as well in there. So I just thought um, worth adding that one in to really see good thought. You know, something creative you can do with your brand this week. Really good thought. We'll come back to that actually because as we go through creative that other brands have done, um, that, that taps into one of those ideas. So we'll come back to that one. Mm. Uh, and funnily enough, um, impressions that are down um, are quite are quite amusing, actually. A lot of them are to do with personal care, so anything to do with perfume, deodorant, toothbrush, alarm clocks, ties, heels, belts, so basically anything to do with making yourself, um, you know, a, a, a suitable at work. It seems like all of that's out the window this week. And uh, probably the big one that impressions are down is Airbnb, so probably to no surprise because of the travel lockdowns. Um, in fact, just before jumping on this call, I saw a... Um, I saw a, uh, an article just talking about how the rental, apparently there's been 20% plus more rental properties on the market, um, which, oh, they, wow. which, which they believe to be from um, all the Airbnb um, hosts who just don't have any guests anymore. So now they have to return back to the normal rental market. So that's going to be an inter- interesting space to watch to see how that plays out. All right, let's keep going. Let's talk about display. And again, when we're talking about display, we're, we're talking about any display-based advertising. So we're talking about um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, Display Networks, all of that. So in the last two weeks, we've already um, been talking about the, that um, that we we were expecting to see volume up. Um, volume is still up, but I think at this point now, um, and you know, stage three lockdown, I think we're probably not going to be seeing a whole lot more increases um, from um, at least in Australia. So I think we're 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 probably almost at that point where all the um, the extra eyeballs that we're going to get from people being at home um, probably has already happened or about to. Maybe the one last thing that might do might give us one last big jump in volume might be if uh, if we go into a stage four lockdown where people can't even go to work at all and then they're then they're one hundred percent forced to to work from home. So I think right now we're still in the it's highly recommended that you work from home, but there are still offices that can operate. Whereas I think uh, once that changes, that'll probably be the last big leap for. Um, for display-based volume to, to, to increase. And again, the increase is due to just self-isolation, working from home. And again, more more uh, people working from home for longer means that there's more online traffic, essentially means there's more ad inventory, more ad slots that are available to be purchased by advertisers. And so as we talked about in week one, and as we saw in week two, CPMs were down, and that's very much still the case. CPMs are still very much down. Um, uh, some uh, some uh, some of the other agency uh, agency founders that we were talking with were saying that they haven't basically seen these CPMs like this in in years, and so um, CPMs are down. And again, be would be good to look at your own data to see where this works for you. For a lot of our clients, this is what we're seeing in that CPMs actually are down across the board. So the big surprise for me that I shared last week was that I would have assumed that CPMs would have only really been down for top of funnel or maybe middle of funnel. But actually, the fact that CPMs are down for bottom of funnel as well gives you some hint that um, of just how much more inventory is available, um, and either that or that brands are also pulling out. So uh, the combination of the two. Um, again, as mentioned last week, the issue with the bottom of funnel and middle middle of funnel, even though your CPMs are down, um, your conversion rates are probably still um, it's still 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 down. So buy, the actual buying intent is less there, although. Even that in the last few days, we have started seeing, I'm not going to say normal, but we have started seeing maybe a slight recovery, I guess, as some of those stimulus packages have come through. We're starting to see just a little bit of a more positive um, return back to 
you know, some numbers that we, we were um, seeing before. So just be checking that out in your accounts. The, the, the big one still is the same though, and that's the top of funnel. Like top of funnel CPMs we're seeing down by 50%, 60%, and really that's the area of opportunity, which we'll still go further into today. As another step similar to search is that be looking out for your smart bidding, be looking out for anything to do with uh, AI bidding where where the volumes may have been affected by coronavirus. So if you need to, um, if you need to consolidate maybe some of your ad sets so that you can get some volume back up so that then uh, algorithms can hit those targets. Again, Facebook, we're looking at about your, they're wanting around 50, 50 conversions or 50 results per week in the last seven days. So if each of your camp, sorry, if each of your ad sets aren't getting that, then maybe it might be a time to either consolidate those so that you have one ad set that is getting 50 uh, micro conversions or 50 conversions a week, or you may have to look at going back to manual. So just be looking out for that. And then probably the last, um, maybe more interesting part about display, and Chris, you might want to speak into this, is that because of the government restrictions on gatherings, basically all production houses are, are stopping, or at least they're trying to scramble to how do they do production um, while remote. And so um, what this is meaning or what, what this is flowing on for us is that we're beginning to get delays in getting creative. Um, we're having to improvise and move to, you know, what could we do with stills or stocks that have been approved, stock images that have been approved previously and can we make animations out of it? I think there's just obviously around what you can do within Facebook, a lot of the video edit tools or building tools and stitching together slideshows. Um, if you can keep them still to 15 seconds for, for top of funnels, going to be really good. Um, and I guess what we're probably going to see is a bit of a shift away from some of our YouTube budgets, given that it's not as simple just to put something stitched together. You know, there is a, a bit of a production quality that's needed. So guess with clients trying to return to old footage, see what we can cut up to make something fresh. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this one kind of plays out over the, the coming mm. days. Maybe some new innovative ways of um, producing ads we might be a positive from this time. Mm. Yeah, so I think what we're going to see over the next few months is that we're probably going to see some very either very crappy ads or we're yeah. going to see some uh, a lot of use of um, animations of stills and that kind of thing. Like so, so... So how do we actually do this as production houses? How do we actually get talent together? I think we're going to see a few challenges like that. So it'll be interesting to see over the next three months to six months, how do brands do their ads? So look out for that one. Okay, let's, uh, let's keep going. So what are brands doing? So in the last seven days, what have we see, seen brands doing? Um, and again, um, we shared this in week one and week two, and we'll still do the same here, is please make sure you're doing your housekeeping. Um, you know, I think, I think we're beginning to see this happen more and more now. So brands have done it in the last two weeks. They've gone in, they've done an audit of the creative and the copy. So basically, you know, any images or any uh, any brand assets that you've had where that show, it's showing groups of people, clearly that's no longer relevant. So we're starting to see that roll out now where it's either just object-based or there'd be one person in the image and maybe more of a home environment rather than these, you know, group settings. One of the uh, tips that was recommended to us from a chat that we have with our one of our conversion rate optimization partner agencies was he was saying that one of the things that he would highly recommend for all brands right now is that you really, if you haven't done it right now, you need to put your welcome bar up. So have some kind of welcome bar or a smart bar that just is at the very top of your website. Just make sure that you're being clear that um, you know this is what's happening for uh, during coronavirus for your brand. So you know, are you still in operation? Are you still delivering? Um, are there any restrictions? Are there any issues? Um, and we're also now 
particularly now that it's known that coronavirus can exist on um, on surfaces like what are you doing there are you actually doing anything on your packaging um, in your posting so what kind of measures are you taking so that there's an assurance for a customer at the other end that yes they're going to get their package and it's going to be safe so if you could be um, putting something like that that's a that's a real must do now and uh, and also keep sharing your return policy there hi it's chris again mission director at intentional what unprecedented times we find ourselves in. It's so challenging with so much uncertainty. Our heart is to provide clarity in at least one area for founders and marketers alike. Each week, we'll continue to provide an update on insights from our ad accounts and collate the wider industry trends. So is there someone in your world that could use some clarity for their advertising right now? Could I ask you to hit share and send a link on? Thanks for your support. Uh, I think, Adam, some of the terms are contactless, that's sort of the main, Mm. if you're looking for the the language to use. um, We bought my sister-in-law a microwave this this last week and um, from the good guys was contactless. So I think go and look at other competitors or the large retailers if you're stuck on the wording. It is tricky how to word it because you you clearly want to be, um, uh, I guess, empathetic to the situation. But you also want to be clear. So Raul also shared... This message isn't the one to be cute on or or branded on. It's the one to be really, really clear. It's the the sort of the fear you're trying to dissipate that fear to really say good. it is safe to buy from us. So really contact us list or whatever it might be. Um, have a look at some other brands. Really good. Okay, let's keep going. So let's talk about let's talk through the funnel again. So here are some ideas that we've started seeing, and these are some of the ideas that um, we we share internally with our team, and we. Um, we, uh, we break down. So for I, th- I think we're going to call this saying it without saying it. So I think the last two weeks, clearly, Brent, like, you know, the, the world has come in shock and we're all happy to talk about coronavirus. But I think what we're starting to see in the last seven days is we're figuring out ways of how to say it without saying it. So um, to, to keep what you're saying is relevant, yet there's a lightheartedness to it and people know what you're talking about. So great example, Kmart just released a couple of ads this week. Keep the family comfy and entertained ideas to get comfy at home. So clearly they understand the situation, they're saying it without saying it, and yet it keeps the ad light, it keeps it um, relevant. Um, and I think that's that's really the right approach, particularly if you've got a very, very broad um, base. Uh, I think maybe perhaps if you've got a very, very targeted niche um, customer base, then you probably know how to talk to that audience really well. And you know, if, if they're into sarcasm, if they're into this or that, then you can go that, go down that route. But I guess if you're if you've got a bit more of a broader um, broader audience base, then I think this is a really, really nice way to go about it. Say it without saying it. Um, here's another another interesting idea that came up, and I guess uh, you might be able to think of this a bit more broadly. This was an offer from Domino's Pizzas, where now they're allowing you know whoever it is, the boss, to organize a pizza to be delivered to their entire remote team all at the same time. So basically order once, and it gets delivered everywhere at the same time. And I think this really brings back a point that uh, Mark Ritson made, I think it was in LinkedIn. Chris, do you want to talk into this one? Because I think he's one of your faves. Yeah, I think I think we've got a, a clip of uh, them for another smart use of copy. But yeah, marketers in pajamas. Um, the, the tribe chat with Jules Lund, Mark Ritson just shared around. I think he shared in his article as well on Marketing Week, but that often, and particularly our world, advertising, we're the, we're the P for promotion, right? So we're thinking about comms and messaging and clearly that's probably where everyone went to in the first couple of weeks 
um, and, and rightly so. Um, but there is the other P's and, and we often don't have to think about them because they're given to us. The clients set in prices and the distribution, but um, just that thought of right now, and we, we are having a lot of conversations with clients as maybe their distribution has been changed. So retail obviously can't sell where they were. And I think this is a great example from a, from a Domino's for people working at home. They're used to doing Friday lunches. The, whoever's ordering doesn't want to do 10 orders, 20 orders, whatever it might be. Um, so this, it's you know marketing. They haven't changed anything to do with the price. It's not a discount. Um, it's not even talking necessarily about their response to COVID. It's just subtly saying it without saying it, but focusing on a change of distribution. So I think if you do have options or availability, um, we're hopefully going to test that a couple maybe out of this next week ourselves yeah. and can share some of those results. So I think, um, yeah, go back to the other P's. A lot of us studied marketing and those that didn't just follow Mark Ritz and he'll, uh, he'll tell you uh, everything you need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so if there's an idea, if the, the core or the seed of this idea could work for you, um, definitely be looking into that. So can you do something with either your product or the place? Um, and that might be a clever way to, and, and even give you something else to say other than uh, sales. So have a look into that. And just what Chris referred to before. So Facebook have released a, uh, a lunch and learn basically, but they're calling it marketers in pajamas. And again, I think it's just a nice, another example of, again, saying it without saying it. You know, everyone understands what you're talking about. So marketers in pajamas, perfect. Have a bit of fun, be a bit lighthearted about it. And, and I think the audience then acknowledges that you acknowledge the situation too. Again, going to the top of funnel, we're, we, you know, we, we shared a few examples of this already where, um, you know, where, where brands have either done something clever with their logo or their brands. Here's a creative piece from Volvo and one from Audi. I think these kinds of public service announcements, using brand as public service announcements, I think we're probably done now. I think it's, you know, we're, we're week three now. Everybody gets it. Everyone knows it. So I think that's pretty much done. Where where we saw a really interesting activation, though, was I think um, this one from Burger King. Here it's showing people how to make your own Whopper from home. So I think it's a really clever activation, a really clever way of uh, saying it. Well, maybe in this case they are saying it and saying it because they're talking about you know, the, the, they're calling it the Whopper, the quarantine Whopper. Chris, going back to your point about, you know, how do you how do you make things fun at home especially with the kids uh, and so the client that you're talking about they, they were talking about about making a soccer ball but instead of having a, a normal soccer ball making it out of rubbish which is a lot of what has to happen over in um over in uh, the de developed world um so here's an activation from burger king showing you how can you make your own burger at home so i think if you can do something similar if, if there's a creative aspect of what it is you're doing that could trigger that idea for your customers at home so I think there's that that's probably a seed again that you might be able to play with. I think just you got to stay on brand, right? Like we, we spoke about mm. in recent weeks, this is top of funnel, this is branding and awareness. It's never been cheaper to get reach for branding. You'll never reach more people at a better value. Um, don't do that with something that's just cute that, that is not on brand. And I think the Volvo and Audi social distancing ads, like the, um, or whatever, I don't think they even advertise it, but... I'd highly recommend don't go down that. You're almost showing yourself to be three weeks late or three weeks irrelevant. If you, you know, so it, it's important to think through um, what that is. Burger King clearly can be, you know, lighthearted, even mentioned quarantine, whereas a lot of other brands 
probably couldn't go there um, in, in terms of doing that. Mm. <laughs> Someone in our team also did mention they do seem to have picked some quite premium um, brands in there as well just to make sure it was more expensive than buying a Whopper. So when you can buy it again, you can still still get back. But, um, yeah, I think, I mean, that cuts through. It was shared so often. Um, I, I pretty much saw it on every social channel over this last week. So, um, yeah, fantastic top of funnel activation. Yeah. Probably it, should have been an animation or video to, to get yeah. <laughs> retention, but um, we won't hold that against them. And, again, I think, um, again, be thinking about these and be looking, paying attention to what other brands are doing at top of funnel because this, again, is where the opportunity is. This is where you're going to be able to build a brand you know, in it, at a, in a, at a price that we haven't seen for years. So um, so be doing this and be paying attention as well. Probably the last thing I'll say about Burger King is that I've been surprised at how fantastic their their marketing and advertising has been. You know, for, for if you think about what it is they're offering a burger, you, you know, it's one of those things where you probably think, you know, how much is there to say really about a burger at the end of the day? Once you've said it, you've said it. But they continually find such new and novel and clever ways. And it, it really is inspiring to go, well, if they can do that with a burger, then what could you do with your brand? You know, what could we do? It's almost any brand. There's probably something you can do. So definitely be looking at Burger Kings, um, you know, not just during the coronavirus, but, you know, all the way through um, and what they've been doing. Really, really good examples. All right, let's keep going. What else have we seen in the last seven days? So... Uh, maybe more more so in the last two weeks, I guess we've seen um, particularly the response from our supermarkets has led the way in terms of putting together an an elderly seniors or carers hour, and they've now followed that up. So basically, uh, you know, one at one hour, uh, I think it's every second day in the morning where you know they get priority access to the store, um, and now they follow that up with a basics box. So even if they're not able to make it to the store, that they can order a basics box. And, and that can be delivered to them and it's just got all the essentials that they need. So I think there's probably something in that, in that the online world could look to, in that just prioritizing, like, because right now everything we've seen so far has been pretty indiscriminate. You know, like any sales that we see, they're pretty much just to anyone and everyone. But looking at how um, the supermarkets actually have led the way in terms of being able to target a specific demographic and just go, you know what, these guys need a lot more help. These guys need a lot more assistance. So what can we do to serve them? So be thinking about that for your brand. Like, are there maybe particular sub-segments or sub-demographics um, you know, in your in your brand that might actually be able to use some extra help? And probably the big one that I'm almost betting that we're going to see in the next seven days, we started to see this surfacing in the last seven days, is the healthcare and emergency workers. Now, clearly, they're the heroes of today. Clearly, these are the guys who are on the front line risking their lives every single time they go into uh, into work. So, you know, again, supermarkets have led the way. Like last week, we saw them putting together a healthcare and emergency workers hour, but I'm betting that what we're going to start seeing over the next couple of weeks are, you know, just certain things there to celebrate our new heroes. Okay, so one of the things you, um, you may have seen over the last uh, seven days has been this initiative, um, Buy Them a Coffee. You might have seen that going, um, going viral on Facebook and Insta. So essentially, um, it's just encouraging anybody to be able to put some money aside so to donate coffees for nurses and doctors um, all across Australia. So a uh, really great initiative. I think we're going to see a lot more of these as we cheer on, you know, really the people who are on the front lines. And again, um, I just saw this yesterday, I think it was. Um, so this fashion magazine have changed, they changed their covers to, uh, again, feature the heroes of today. 
So I think if there's something that you're that could tie there, tie in with your brand there, I think that could be something that um, that could really really work well. Again, we're talking top of funnel. I think yeah, keep it on brand if you're gonna don't don't force your way in it. It, it may be the case of doing something around a PR initiative rather than advertising. Um, but it, yeah, if it makes sense to do it from a from a brand point of view, I think it's a you know, it's, it's just a great thing to be able to do right now, really. Mm. Okay. And lastly, again, thinking top of funnel, return back to the study that we uh, we revealed last week from Kantar. So Kantar did some research into what people have been sharing on, uh, on social since the coronavirus started. And essentially, we've got these six categories of things that people are sharing. So memes, uh, a longing to be back outside, um, what it's like to be living, you know, a laptop life at home they've been sharing about um just the cozy and safe feeling that you get by being at home and being with your loved ones they've been sharing about creativity and craft as we mentioned earlier today and also they've been sharing about what the new essentials are that the new things that people didn't even realize were the lifelines that they had at home but are now becoming you know the the real things that are helping us to get by every day so i think these are fantastic uh little um bites of opportunity really for you know for brands to realign basically to be able to put something out that's on brand that aligns with the things that people are already doing at home that people are already going to relate to but to be able to put that out in a way that um, is relevant makes sense and uh, and can be done atop a funnel in a way yeah, that that uh, that's that's going to have broad broad relevance i was actually just thinking as you were speaking i guess often what defines a demographic is what you're doing out of the home in terms of um where I work, location, style of work, what I do for entertainment, am I into sports or food or drinks? And, you know, now that we're at home, this kind of, you know, that no seriously category, for example, um, I'm a parent of two, the only memes I see are parent related, but we've got a Slack channel, the rest of the team (laughs) don't have um, kids, so I don't share mine as often, but it is funny seeing the memes that are shared um, and and kind of those, those lines of, what the demographic is uh, moving forward. So I think that sort of um, self-love or taking a moment that might come through in sofa and snuggles or however that might be, or, or longing for nature, like going for a walk by myself in the mornings, mm. um, obviously socially distancing, but that those sort of things are becoming really treasured. So I think thinking through those from a, from a brand point of view again, where does that kind of make relevance and speaking to your demographic because those lines of sort of, um, I guess blurred or maybe getting redrawn based mm. on what's your actual home situation mm. you know do you even apartment living versus a house I imagine that feeling of, of staying at home feels really really different right now depending on um, how many bedrooms mm. do you have a backyard <laughs> all of these things so um, yeah I, I hope Kantar should go a bit deeper over these next few weeks as well so we'll keep a lookout on anything that mm. they're putting out to share with you all I think also just to um, also not miss the magnitude of this too is that, you know, one of the things that I guess one of the, for, for good, for better or worse, one of the things that we as internet marketers love is that, you know, there's a niche of a niche of a niche, you know, like you, no matter what you're into, you could probably find other people somewhere in the world who are into that thing. And so you can very easily hyper target. But the benefit of the hyper-targeting is offset for brands where you're trying to reach as many people as possible. And really for the first time, everybody all over the world is going through one thing. And so for the first time, every brand in the world could talk about the same thing 
and everyone who's seeing that message gets it. And so that's a really, really rare opportunity, you know, like uh, it really, you know, the, the last time these kinds of things happened was pretty much before the internet, you know, so we're talking about whatever it was, the latest episode of Friends or, or The Simpsons or something like that, you know, those sorts of mass TV shows where everyone was watching it so you could make a reference and everyone would get it. This is really the equivalent of that. So, um, yeah, so this is really, really, it might seem frivolous, but actually it's actually really, really powerful. So, so definitely worth paying attention to and seeing how could your brand um, align with something like this. All right, let's keep moving on. So last, last section was the freebies. And so this is maybe a little bit more lighthearted um, now that we can uh, get, to, get to this side. A couple of good news, and you may have seen this um, shared before. So Google have released, their, they're going to offer $340 million of ad credits for small to medium enterprises. There is criteria to do with that. So basically you had to have been on, um, on Google Ads, I believe since January 2019. And there's a qualification process for that but they're going to release basically some ad credits back to small and medium businesses. So that's some good news. Facebook announced it. Actually, Facebook announced it first, $100 million grants for small to medium enterprises. And also that it may not only be ad credits, there could actually be some cash grants as well. Um, But again, for both Google and Facebook, the details of those actually haven't really been fully worked out yet. So I'm still waiting on both. We've been approached by our reps to share how going to work out but um, but in terms of details we haven't really seen too many details yet so I expect to see that in the next seven days and we'll uh, we'll update you um, on this call in terms of freebies and you know we talked about in the last section we talked about you know being able to put your brand values out there so you know if you did have a value for whatever it is for generosity say then now might be a good time to lead that you know to be able to put something out there that is generous at the top of the funnel let let uh, let your customers, let your fans know that you know that you can be there for them in these tough times. One of our team members, she she saw this in her feed from one of the brands she's following, and you know the quote the the quote she said was that I'm never going to forget this, you know, in 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 a positive light, you know that that brand has now permanently solidified who they stand for in her mind, and that was for a you know a fairly small thing that they that they wrote, but it really meant a lot to her at the time. You know, in the same way, you know, we're seeing brands giving things away um, all over the place, and you probably are too. Probably will note just uh, because you know maybe a bit more digitally relevant for for us as advertisers. But Google Hangouts, um, they're putting their pro version of Hangouts for free. So there's just some extra features that you can make use of there. And also Microsoft Teams has also put their product out for free. So I think that I think um, Teams and Zoom have definitely been a big winner during this um, whole work from home period. Some other brands putting things out, LinkedIn have put a uh, remote learning path out. So if you're struggling to put together a remote working package for your team, then, um, you know, some really, really good classes and lessons here. So be uh, so just Google for that, LinkedIn remote learning path. And that's a whole course that they've given out now for free that you used to have to pay for. And also Adweek and IBM. Um, they've actually created what they call the Institute for Brand Marketing. Uh, it's only just launched, but they've got two courses, again, which would have been paid courses, but they're now releasing for free. So if, uh, if you wanted to, to do some learning around uh, brand marketing, really, really good place to go. All right, your turn. So we've just shared a little bit about what we're seeing on our accounts, what we're seeing you know, across, uh, across the web from other brands, other ad agencies, what they're doing. So we've shared a little bit from our side, from the data side, from the creativity side, we've, we've shared a few resources and freebies. 
clearly we're just one team. Um, we're uh, a bunch of eight people, so you know we're we're doing the best that we can to sort of collate and put this together in a useful package for, firstly for our clients, but also for the wider. Uh, advertising community so we'd love to hear from you you know what are you seeing on your accounts are you seeing similar things are you seeing different things have you got some different observations or some different different responses that might help Um, love to hear from you on that and finally if you're a brand and you could really use some help right now then uh, we're here to help Uh, as Chris uh, Chris and I mentioned earlier we're from an agency called intentional we've been specializing in digital for the last Nine years prior to that, I was uh, two years in digital marketing freelance. So it's been 10 plus, almost 11 years now for me, purely being in the digital um, advertising marketing space. So got a lot of experience between the two of us. Chris used to head up digital with Nestle. So got a lot of things that we can share and we'd love to be able to see if we can help and serve you. We hope some of the content we've shared with you has been already helpful and given you, an I- given you ideas that you can action right away. As we've mentioned earlier, we had a chat with a conversion rate optimization agency owner this last week, so Raul at Conversionary. Um, so we'll be sharing some links for that and look out for a few other chats we'll have with other specialists that just might be able to help you out during these times on top of advertising understanding that you're probably if you're watching this, you're looking after quite a few different areas right now for your brand. So as much as we can just add some value and be proactive in doing that, um, that's our heart at the moment. Okay, well, let's uh, let's call this a day for today and I hope there's been something in here that can help you. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. Ciao.